We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now let's go back over to Hebrews, the 11th chapter. I want to read verse 1 again. I'm going to say this as many ways you're going to get it. Now faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith is a substance of things hoped for. All right? If faith is a substance of those things hoped for, what is faith the substance of? The things that God has already given. Now go over with me to Second Peter chapter 1. We mentioned this in the other session, but we didn't turn to it, so I, I want you to turn to it in your Bible. Second Peter chapter 1. Listen to what the Apostle Peter says here. Simon Peter, a servant and apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior, Jesus Christ, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Now, you'll notice here he says that grace and peace is multiplied to you. Now, you didn't have to go but about three grades in school you found out that multiplying was better than adding. I mean, it builds up faster. Grace and peace is multiplied to you. How? Through the knowledge of God. Now, when you gain the knowledge of God, you're going to gain some faith of God because you can't believe for something you don't have knowledge of. Jesus made a statement in the 8th chapter of John, he said, If you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed. Then you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Now notice he said, It is the knowledge of truth that shall make you free. Not just truth. Everyone that has a Bible has the truth. But if you don't have the knowledge of that truth, it will not set you free. So it's the knowledge of it. You can't act on something you don't have knowledge of. You can't have faith in something you don't know about. So knowledge is important. But now let's look at the word grace here. Grace is multiplied to you through the knowledge of God. Now we've most often heard grace as being unmerited favor. Well, now that's true. It is unmerited favor, but it's much more than that. The Spirit of God said to me one time as I was meditating on this, he said, grace is my willingness. Grace is God's willingness to use his power and his ability on your behalf, even though you don't deserve it. Now, let me explain it this way, and you can understand that much better. That is the insurance policy. If you have a life insurance policy, they have what they call a grace period. If you don't pay the policy, if it's due in September 1, and you don't pay the policy on September 1, the premium, the company has a policy that they will extend to you 30 days grace. Now, that's unmerited favor. You didn't deserve it, but they gave it to you anyway. And what it means is that they will take all of their assets, all that the company owns, and back up that policy, and they will use their power, their ability, their assets on your behalf, even though you don't deserve it, for 30 days. Because they call it grace. Now, get a hold of that. Grace is their willingness, then to use their assets, their ability on your behalf, even though you don't deserve it. Now just switch that over to God's position. God is willing, 
His grace is his willingness to use his power and his ability on your behalf, even though you don't deserve it. Now, when you study the Bible with that in mind, you're going to get on some shouting grounds. Paul said, be strong in grace. Most people are strong in God's ability. Oh, yes, I know God's able, but that's not faith at all. The devil knows that, and he's not going to get healed or delivered. Y'all still out there, or did you go home? Just kind of let me know once in a while. How's it begin to wonder? <laughs> the devil believes that God is able. See, that's mental assent. But he's not going to get delivered. He's not going to get healed. But you see, what we need to realize is that God's grace is his willingness. To be strong in grace means to be strong in God's willingness. I believe that God is willing to do it. And do it now. See, faith is a substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things that you don't see. I don't see it. I know it looks like it's not there, but the Word says it is, so I'm going to say what the Word says. I'm going to proclaim it, you see. Now, see, that gets your head in motion, that gets your mouth in motion, and you're establishing the goal. You're establishing hope that will cause you to be constant until you get the manifestation of it. You came to this meeting hoping to receive something. People come in a prayer line hoping to be healed, but hope won't heal them. But thank God it got them there in a position where they could get prayed for and ministered to. So grace and peace is multiplied through the knowledge of God. In other words, God's willingness is multiplied to you the more knowledge you have of God and His ways and His word it multiplies God's willingness toward you. Now, see, I said sometimes you say, well, I just don't know why God blesses brother so-and-so like he does. No blessings ever come my way. Have you ever considered that brother so-and-so may have some knowledge that you don't have? Because every time you gain knowledge of God, it multiplies God's willingness. See, if brother so-and-so knows what God said, what he promised, and has developed his faith in that promise by quoting and speaking the word of God, then see, he has a knowledge of God that you don't have. He knows that God will do it, not just that he's able, he's strong in grace. And you're strong in God's ability to do it. You see, the devil's strong in that. The devil knows God's able. Now, can you see the difference in having mental assent? Now, see, the hope is important to have the hope, but the hope has no substance in it. It is to just bear you up and keep you constant until you get the manifestation, and the manifestation comes through faith. Now, let's say it this way. In the beginning, God stood there, and he saw darkness out over the earth, and he said, Light be. Now, notice what God did. He took his faith which was in him, used his words as containers to transport his faith. He filled his words with his faith, and then he spoke his faith out there into the vast darkness and said, Light be. Now his voice, his words, transported his faith out there and caused the light to come into being. Now, see, we're created in the image of God and his likeness. Now, we're not going to create worlds, but I'll tell you what, you can take your faith, fill words, and change the world around you. 
around your house by speaking the thing the Word of God promised. Now, see, we're not just talking about just saying anything. See, you're going to have to have Scripture for what you're talking about and believing for. Now, someone said, would you agree with me on this? Well, what Scripture are you basing your faith on? Well, nothing in particular. Well, that's probably what you're going to get, nothing in particular. You know why? Because the seed is in itself. Now, see, the faith is the seed for that promise to be manifest in your life. So if you don't know what promise it is that gives you the faith, you may just be hoping that it'll come to pass. And there's no substance in hope, just like that thermostat on that wall. There's no substance in that thermostat to cool this building. It has to send an impulse to the heart of that unit. So just to say something out of your mouth without any faith in the heart is not going to cause a manifestation of it. But yet, the speaking of it out of your mouth is important. You know why? Because faith cometh by hearing. Now see, there's two stages to this. And many times people don't understand the first stage of it. Well, I said it for three days and it didn't come to pass. I confess that my God met my need according to his riches in glory, and I still don't have the money to pay the rent. You really hung in there, didn't you? Three whole days. Well, now, what's happening? Faith is coming. Faith is coming. Faith is coming. Faith cometh by hearing. It didn't say that it came by hearing at one time. See, you haven't developed yourself in that promise yet. You just heard somebody else quote it and said, Well, thank God I believe I'll quote it. Well, that's fine to quote it. But you see, what you're doing is causing faith to come, renewing your mind, getting your mind over on hope instead of on doubt, fear, and unbelief, and it'll produce some hope that your need will be met. But yet, faith must come. And sometimes it takes weeks and months to get that old doubt and unbelief out of you. You see, you're going to have to change the way you think. And you don't do that overnight. You didn't learn to think that way overnight, and you're not going to get it out of you overnight. So the first stages of confessing the promise of God is causing faith to come, causing faith to come. Now, once you get the abundant promise and the abundant faith in your heart, Jesus said in Matthew, the 12th chapter, a good man out of the good treasure of his heart bringeth forth good things. Now, when you speak after it's developed in there, it will cause a manifestation of some things in your life. All things that pertain to life and godliness. How? Through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. Now here again, he brings you back to the knowledge of God. Comes back to knowledge. You have to have the knowledge of it. Now let's look at verse 3 again, the first part of it. According as his divine power. What is God's divine power? It's his word. God's word is his power. Hebrews 1, 3 says he upholds all things by the word of his power. He tells you where his power is. It's in his word. So here he says, according as his divine power hath given unto us all things. How did he give it to us? Through his divine word. I'm glad you could join us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, we're talking about all this week on the broadcast, God's willingness through faith. Our book offer this week is book offer number 7508. Success Motivation Through the Word. It's a 176-page paperback for $11 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $15.
Now, this book will give you insight into how to operate in the principles of the kingdom. Here are some of the chapter titles in this book. The first chapter is God's Will is Your Prosperity. God wants you to prosper, but He wants you to do it in His way, not in the world's way. You know, some people lie, cheat, and steal, and they think that's the way they're going to prosper. That'll ensure the fact that you will not have success. <laughs> It'll get you in a heap of trouble. Chapter 2 is called God's Willingness on Your Behalf. You know, grace, we've always said, is unmerited favor. But the Holy Spirit said to me one time, he said, grace is more than that. It is God's willingness to use his power and his ability on your behalf, even though you don't deserve it. So God's willingness on your behalf, it's the grace of God, not because we deserve it, but because God wants to bless us. You know, John 10.10 10 is the dividing line of the Bible. The thief cometh not but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I am come, Jesus said, that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Hallelujah. Chapter 3 is God's wisdom is available to you. Chapter 4 is knowledge of the kingdom. You need to know that the kingdom of God has provided everything that you need, and you need to know how to operate in it. And chapter 6 is our source of supply. That's offer number 7508, Success Motivation Through the Word. Now, this book is different from any success motivation book you probably ever read. It's based on biblically sound principles. It's a 176-page paperback for $11 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $15. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.